What's she gonna look like with a chimney on her? What's she gonna look like with a chimney? That's frightening fright me. I know. A little bit. I'm I know. Headphones I on. frighten myself sometimes. The voice. Oh, it's the voice. I know, right? I didn't get to show you the special thing this week again. Well, I'm special. Then. No. But we're in this fancy other studio. Yes. It's, it's nice, isn't lovely. it? Lovely. I like Isn't it, it mad? Like podcasts. It, it's basically like a TV show now because you have to be able to watch it online as well. Yeah, but like, see, that's the bit that throws me because when I walk in here, I look. I look like dog shite So I forget <laughs> that we're being recorded Hello And then like when I see that a reel has gone up online I literally am like Oh for fuck's sake Why didn't it be a bit jelly? Well it's a, these, there'll, be, there'll be nothing going up online this week I just, My hair is horrendous you No know, but sure I'll do this check and then Just don't find that too funny Otherwise I'll have to cut the clip no. oh, That's beautiful It is It's it's very Cindy Lou Who? Who? <laughs> Cindy Lou Who <laughs> Betty, hi. <laughs> hi. I want a hot dog. <laughs> Real bad. Real bad. Hello and welcome to Stop I Don't Believe You. The podcast for you and about you that helps you answer some of life's Berlin questions. Like, how long is too long to leave a WhatsApp unread? You are the master of doing that. <laughs> you are the master of doing that. <laughs> it takes you ages to open a message. Ages. I know. we come back to that in a minute. Or, how should you react if nobody turns up to your birthday party? Oh, Just think of us as your agony uncles with just a splash of sparkle. He is Chris Carew. And he's Carl Dawson. And this is Stop I don't believe you. How are you? How are you? Are you all right? I'm good. I'm good. How was your week? Life's good. Nice to see I you. To see you nice. Uh, yeah, and you haven't said you're exhausted to me today yet. So no. that's a great sign. Tuckered. But there was, not exhausted. there was a time where I was going to go to the chemist to get you like a special mix. Yeah, no, I think, I think I've crossed the border into sheer and utter overtiredness Exasperated energy <laughs> Is that what it is? Yeah Euphoric It's like my eyeballs yes. Just go like this now And it's like Yeah we're not going to sleep tonight That's terrifying So terrifying. I know I know I'm feeling a bit meh today Because I got my um, I went to the, I went to the doctors This morning for, You got your colonoscopy result No if I enjoy them <laughs> uh, No uh, I went to the doctors For something stupid And then he At the end of the thing He goes Do you want your flu jab? And I was like Uh Sure, no problem. Me and needles don't do well together at all. Oh. But I will preface this by saying I did not pass out. Yay. I'm very happy. But he pulled up the sleeve and jammed it in, and it was it was done in a couple of seconds. But do you get man flu? Because women are right, man flu does exist. Oh, hundred percent. Like exists, when you're sick, no. do you go really sick, or are you one of these people? Uh, I I will. I haven't been sick, thankfully. Touchwood in yeah. a very long. Uh, you know, I generally get a bit of a throat around Christmas time, which is the worst time for me to, to get yeah. that. Uh, and that's why I got the flu job. I was like, yeah, sure, sure, why not? Um, but when I get sick, I get sick. Like I get, yeah. I'm, but I still keep going. Well, like if I'm, I keep going, if, if, I have to keep going. If in, I'm you know. sick, if I complain about being sick, that means I'm nearly dead mm. because, like, usually I can push on. Yeah. I've cold, whatever. I'll just push on, get through if, it. If if the sickness is is from the neck up. I'll be fine. I'm out the door and all that sort of stuff. It's if it's from the neck down in terms of like yeah. tummy ill or anything like Penis that. Aches, I'm worse. You need a cream. I'm worse if if it's that. Yeah. But if it's in the head and I sound like you know Phoebe Buffay when she had the flu when she was singing, I'll just get out and do the job. The only thing I can cope with um, 
sick or body related mm. is anything with my mouth. If I have a um, like strep throat or something, sore gum, yes. strep throat, anything yeah. with my mouth. Does that involve you not, you won't be able to eat and that's your favourite thing? I know, I know. Or talk and I never shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do. We, we need our mouths. Yeah, our no, line it's, of work. Anything, it's the only part of my body that I cannot cope with if anything yeah. is wrong. Did you get the flu jab? No. Did you not? No. I never got it before in my life, ever. And only for he said it to me, do you want it? It could be, a, he could have he put anything into me. I didn't know what it was. <laughs> I just pulled up the sleeve and let him go away with it. It could be anything. I'm waiting yeah. to turn into the whole crowd. I'm just praying to get about to the flu so I can stay at home for a week. <laughs> oh, you have an understudy, don't you? I do have an understudy. Oh, see you in your your pantos with money. Well, this is the first year I've had an understudy. It's not me, is it? No, but the fucker's not going to get on because I'm not leaving. <laughs> I love being paid. <laughs> I ain't leaving. I, I ain't leaving. I say no. I'm not fucking leaving. I love that movie Wolf of Wall Street Oh Wolf of Wall Street It's so good Do you know The, the Lamborghini Was it a Lamborghini in that? Yeah Or whatever it was um, It sold at auction oh, uh, they, So basically The one they, that he crawled into well, They got two you see And one of them They absolutely destroyed in, Like there's mm. only 12 of them In the world or something like this uh, And they destroyed it They ripped it apart For the scene where it was In bits driving mm. away In the crash and stuff uh, And they kept it They maintained it In that condition Since the movie And it was sold A couple of weeks ago For like a couple of million Who'd want to buy A fucking Banjack's car? Oh, the car is still rare And because it's in that condition From the movie It's even rarer See I don't so, <clears throat> Like I understand that I understand like to Rich people with extra money That they don't need. What's a disposable income Is that what it's, it's called it, And that's what's wrong With the human race as well Like if I was a millionaire And I know it's easy to say When you're not a millionaire When you're not even a thousandaire But like If I was a millionaire mm. And I could spend my money On that shite mm-hmm. Rather than help somebody else, you need to go and. But that's check the reason them. you will never be a millionaire. I know because you. But this is this is the thing. This is why people like us will never be millionaires. It's because we 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 spend on other people. If you have you ever been out to dinner with somebody who has money, or have yeah. you ever been at something yeah. with somebody who has money? Yeah, they never put their hand in their pocket. Yeah, I suppose ever. I suppose in my experience. They have never done that. Yeah. And I've I've been out with a couple of people who've done that before. I was out what, years ago. I went to uh, see a play in the West End and a friend of mine was in it. You know the person who was in it. Um, he's one of two yeah. brothers that we know very well. And class, by the way. Funny story about that. I'll tell you in a minute. But after the play, he was in the play with a guy out of Game of Thrones was in it. Mm-hmm. And after the play, we went out to some club in... Uh, it just happened to be the last night of the, the show. And I bought a round of drinks for the cast and I bought the Game of Thrones guy um, he wanted wine so I got him the bottle of wine that he wanted and him that. and Game of Thrones not a fucking penny did he spend he didn't, you know he didn't buy the round back or nothing you know I don't understand and it was it. just like but that's that's the point people with money have money because they don't spend money they're frugal uh, they don't look after the, their you know their people that are around them except yeah. one person that I do know and don't roll your eyes but Conor McGregor for all his faults for all his faults, yeah. he looks after those close to him, yeah. and he and he donates to things, and he get, he helps people out. And I don't mind, I d- you know, I don't know him. I don't know him, but what I know of him, yeah, uh, he's a generous man. I don't so, mind who you are or where you're from. If you've got money and you have the means to help somebody, to help somebody else, don't buy a wrecked Lamborghini. <laughs> but where does it stop then? It's like if you, if you help one person, where does it stop? This yeah. is this is the this is the the. 
the grey area. But I'm not talking that, about going out and handing millions out to absolutely everybody. I'm no. on about like... You're, you're nearest and dearest. Think of the moral side of buying a wrecked Lamborghini. Mm. Like, what are What's you going point? to do with that? Yeah. Put it in a glass case in your fucking million and dollar mansion. Tell your rich friends, yeah. Oh, there, that was in the Wolf of Wall Street. It's bragging right. Because man. I couldn't give a shite what yeah. film it was in. If I walked into your house and you had... The Batmobile? The Batmobile in a glass case... Am I going to stand and fucking look at it for? I would, wouldn't you? No, I'd look at cars. You would. You'd I would be in look it. at it. I would look at it for two seconds. If I had the car, that's great. From Back to the Future, yeah, and a DeLorean and stuff like that. Tell me, you wouldn't want to sit in that car and go one point twenty one gigawatts? I would walk over. I would look at it. Go, well, that's cool, and move yeah. on with my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, like it's lovely to see these things. Lovely to see these things, but I will never buy I them. I do have two things. Yeah. Two things that I, I treasure and that cost me a few, Bob. Mm-hmm. And those two things are, and as somebody who likes musicals, I think you will appreciate that, uh, in the producers, the movie, mm-hmm. um, he did Funny Boy, the yeah. musical, and he did uh, uh, the Hamlet one. What's, what was it called? Uh a funny boy was I know one. which one you're on and about. he did uh, Prisoners of Love yeah yeah and I have I have the playbills from the movie yeah in my house in frames with the prop store yeah but did you, sp- like did you spend a million euro on them oh, Jesus no well then lovely no. you can have them and I don't think you're a wank they're not stupid money but they're lovely things to have and I get yeah. to tell that story for anybody who who's interested in musicals yeah. that they were the ones that were in the film. No, that, you would, know? Be, that would be really cool. So Plus, it's a nice, uh, nice you, icebreaker. You will show that to me and I will go, they're lovely, <laughs> and then go on with my day. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But the thing about them is, is like they're, they're full books, they're real. So in, in the books, I'm going to go on now, uh, there's like advertisements for fake businesses and stuff like that. So they really thought about this, pro- whoever was the prop department on the movie, yeah. uh, they really thought about this back in the 60s. Angela, I mean? we need to fill the pages. <laughs> we need to fill the pages. They're going to open the sheet. I know. But like, just, th- and, and just think like Gene Wilder and stuff like that. Yeah, they were no, in a movie is. with Gene Wilder. It is. It you know, so that's that's my thing. Now let's get back to this WhatsApp thing. Let's go, pal. What? Right? Uh, there are now. I have a friend. Yeah. Who does my it's in? It's me. No. <laughs> uh, he he will he. I will send him a message. Uh, he will be online. He will be looking at my Instagram stories. He will not respond or read the message until... It could be the day after. Yeah. And it drives me up the wall because it's either me asking a question about something that I really need to know and by the time he gets back to me, there's no point, you know? So that stuff drives me insane. Insane. I see both sides of this argument because I have the same with some friends you mm-hmm. text them for something important and they don't get back to you for a week I will either answer you now because it's important to you or not important to them yeah but I, I will answer you now in three seconds or three weeks because I've got to the point where I don't know how people have got my number mm-hmm. but like in certain like I do a couple of stage schools that sort of stuff and people get my number and they text me and ask me questions and yeah. this that or the other and it got to a stage where my phone was pinging every five seconds so what I do now is I mute the apps I got a different phone for that but it's t- it's shocking but like, that was after my why people think dropped. it's okay to do it like yeah, ask yeah. me in the room don't bombard me at half 12 at night mm-hmm. when I'm at home trying to relax but there, there is a time them. you see I think it, there's, there's this perception right because we don't have 
normal occupation, Hours, yeah. right? That we we are on the phone all the time, and we it's okay to text us at half ten at night. Yeah, when it's not though, it's not. It it's really not like if you're a boss, if you have a nine to five, and you're a boss, yeah. Oh sure, Texas it comes up you. on the emails now. Outlook, uh, uh, what, be it, it, it says uh, suggest sending this message during office hours between mm. eight and six or something like that. You know, so that's the that yeah, it's true, isn't it? It is, and I and it's a horrible thing. I didn't want to do it, but I've got mm. so used to it now. If I feel pissed off that you, you are the world. bombarding me, mm. mute. And yeah. then I will open it and there'll be 300 messages and probably some of them very serious. That it's, never, just, it's never people wanting to give you money, is it? Well, you just need... <laughs> but like, I always know, and the only reason I can mute them is, is the important people know they can ring me. Yeah, for sure. The, yeah, peop- yeah, yeah. the people that... If it's a serious, serious thing, they know they can ring my phone. Everybody else, fuck off, you basic. <laughs> uh, who said this? Your man Tom Holland says, uh, if you have a problem with me, then call me. If you have a, if, if you don't have my number, then you don't know me well enough to have a problem with me. Yeah, exactly. I loved but that But that's saying. exactly it, yeah. I love that saying. No, I got a second phone after my identity was stolen a while ago. <sighs> so I, that's why I got a second phone. What? <laughs> Who the fuck stole your identity? Did you not hear this story? No. This is a horrendous story. Did you not hear this story? Did you not hear this? <laughs> okay. Okay. Back up. You said that. <laughs> we're going you said that like we were in the Matrix. <laughs> but like, it's just general knowledge now, I thought. Just tell me. Right. I'm going to it's laugh horrible. through it. It's horrible. So a few months ago, um, I online on social media it, now it's 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 my alter ego Dame Stuffy so a few oh, months ago <laughs> you heard this didn't you I saw it online yeah, yes, yeah. somebody started bombarding me saying we booked you for a gig we booked yeah, you yeah, I you never turned now. up all this sort of stuff and <laughs> uh, and then I but I blocked them I blocked them and then they started commenting on the Facebook and then they started contacting and they eventually contacted my workplace mm. uh, alleging that I had taken money off them and all this sort of stuff. Not true at all. Mm. So I went to the guards about it and I said, look, this is what the person said and they're alleging, what should I do? And the guard said, well, ring them uh, and, and I talked to the person. So I rang them and it was a lovely guy down in Cork um, and basically what happened was they had emailed the Dame Stuffy email address, right? But uh, it was any. I did get one email off them, and I didn't respond. I could. I was doing something or whatever. So that was the last of it. But they emailed a different email address, and they got either my first name or second name back to front. So they did Dame, Stuffy Dame at Gmail, or instead of Dame Stuffy yeah. at Gmail, and someone got back to them and claimed to be my manager. Uh, named whoever had a name Uh, they did a Zoom call with the scammers somebody in the background of the Zoom call was pretending to be me in the background of the call Uh, they paid them uh, over a thousand euro right and this is the part that gets me they paid them over a thousand euro for a 40 minute slot for two songs with Dame Stuffy and I'm like I don't get that fee up here <laughs> are you taking the piss I said I said to your man if you if you'd have been paying me that for the wedding I would have fucking did it I would have come down and sang to them in their living room I'm telling you so uh, that happened and on the day of their wedding and this is this is horrible right on the day of their wedding uh, he told me that 20 minutes uh, they rang the people and your man said they were 20 minutes away from the venue. Not a hope. Not a hope. And they never turned up at the wedding. And they, they disappeared and everything like that. So they paid them through Revolut. And oh, it came back. No. no, but it came back in the Revolut uh, 
a Chris Caroom company or something like that. So there was a company name on the Revolut. It was um, not Chris Caroom company. <laughs> uh, so hopefully they have a way of tracking them down. Now, I haven't heard an update in a few months, but yeah. that's why. That's, that's when. Terrible. Oh, it was horrible. It terrible. was absolutely horrible. But the fact that I got so angry. Um, was that somebody tried to pull a fast one on other people and succeeded, but but the fact that my name could have been tarnished. Yeah. You know, I've been in the same business for long enough. Why why would I risk it all for a grand? Do you know what I mean? But do you not feel really good about yourself? Someone thought you were important enough to steal your identity. <laughs> I don't know. So fucking famous. If they want to keep going, I have a few gigs are coming up that I don't want to do. <laughs> that they can they can turn up. They they, they need to turn up. You see, uh, so that's where that came from. Yeah, and that wild. was my listen. That was my listener problem of the week. That is wild, <laughs> isn't it? Just crazy. Will right. we will we go to the first listener's problem of the week? The first, the first. Have we been talking <laughs> shite this? La- Get on it. <laughs> We've been talking shite wow. for half an hour. Right here we go. <clears throat> hey, Chris and Carl, <laughs> I wanted to share an absolute horror story I was involved in recently. To this day, I'm still in disbelief. I've been together with my girlfriend for about a year now. All going well. Uh, Recently, we went out with her family for dinner for her brother's graduation. It was also the first night I stayed back in hers afterward. Anyway, after dinner, we went back to the house and all stayed up having a few drinks. And around bedtime, uh, I didn't know where I was staying in the house. And they'd they'd set up a pullout bed in her brother's room, which was fair. Enough, sorry. (laughs) Uh, During the night, I woke up needing to use the jacks. But... Stop. Stop. But could hear a noise from her brother beside me. Oh no, Jesus Christ, tell me he's not. He was having a wank in the bed next to mine. (laughs) Uh, It was dark, but he looked over and saw that my eyes were open and didn't stop (laughs) Uh, I just rolled over and waited a while to get up to use the jacks but to this day we haven't spoken about it nor have I told my girlfriend should I just forget about it fuck me fuck me <laughs> That's shocking. Now, come here now. Let me just. Pre- you grew up in a house with how many brothers? Yeah, none of us made eye contact with. <laughs> <laughs> you can fuck off on that. Oh no! Oh, that's just weird, man. Oh, that's weird. I'd have to move country. That's very weird, though. Not not for the fact, right? So obviously, this guy has graduated, so he's old enough. He's in his late teens. But what the fuck are you doing wanking beside your, your sister's boyfriend, man? Like, what turned him on? <laughs> fuck me. What turned The more you think about that, how odd is that? But like... And the fact that he kept going when he's senior, man, maybe he has a kink or something, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, oh, stare at me. But where's the self-control? Like, right, my sister's boyfriend's sleeping beside me right now. I'm not going to tug the beast until morning when tug he's gone. The, tug the beast? Yeah. <laughs> is that what you call it? I'm going to leave the beast where he is for the night and I'm not going to stir him until my room's cleared. But th- definitely, th- there has to be some sort of a filthy fucking kink in that for you to be wanking and someone in the bed next to you. How hot is the brother? Or how hot is the brother-in-law, should I say? <laughs> well, what, like, what I'm laughing at is... The animal looked over mm. at him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While having a wank. Yeah. 
So Just obviously there was a turn on there that he was there. Oh God. I hope your man, I hope he didn't wank because your man had a pee boner. Oh, stop. <laughs> it does happen. But like, it does happen. I don't know. I'd have to spring out of the bed now and I'd lamp that fucking bed upside down in the room. Or the brother. Because, no, but like, <laughs> there, and you dying for a piss there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to wait for him to. No, but lying there waiting to hear. <sighs> no, but not. <laughs> Please stop. Please stop. But it's not even that. It's the clean up afterwards as well. Oh, jeez. Fuck me. Man, that is horrendous. I'm so sorry that happened to you. That is terrifying. Uh, should he tell the sister? No, well, no. I, I. No, I. I. Would I, you forget I, it though? I, I would literally let that go. I would never stay in the room with John again, though. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I. W- I wouldn't stay in the house. I, uh, to be honest with you, there's no benefit of telling your girlfriend now because that is just fucking weird. It's weird, isn't it? And not only if you tell your girlfriend, she'll be like, "Why didn't you say anything in the moment, or why did you make eye contact?" But also. It's just going to make her think that she's related to an absolute fucking psychopath. Horrified. I there was a friend of mine years ago had a story. Uh, he was away. This it's a very weird situation, and and I don't really, I still to this day don't understand. I don't know whether I can tell this story or not. Um, well, I've told some shit. Uh, I I don't know. I I don't understand the dynamics of this this relationship anyway. But a friend of mine went. There was this rich dude and he developed a friendship with him. Uh, a friend of mine is straight, by the way. Mm. Um, and he he flew him over and he was staying in the States or something like that, some, somewhere. And uh, one night when he was staying in your man's house, um, he woke up and your man was down the end of the bed, uh, 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 down at, at his feet, doing stuff to his feet while he was asleep. And doing something to himself. He was wanking and licking his toes. Mm-hmm. What's with the foot thing? I, 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 I don't know. I, but to this day, I don't understand that now you, the, the friend of mine got the fuck out of there and ended up uh, so much out of pocket uh, because he had to move hotels and all this sort of stuff. But it was just a bizarre... And who was your man? Some rich dude. Well, I'd have been like some rich dude, and I think maybe it had been like a, oh, a sugar daddy sort of thing that he thought he was going to get off with this guy, but this guy is as straight as a die. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but like, if all he was going to do was suck me toes, I'd say leave a grand on the bedside locker <laughs> and do what you want. <laughs> suck away, oh, just stay down that end of the bed. <laughs> but can you imagine waking up in the middle of the night and looking down the end of the bed and seeing that? Well, if there were rich and left a grand in the bedside locker they could suck me toe all they wanted to I'm not going to fucking say no to a grand for a toe sucking vile Absolutely no I don't vile. get the foot thing at all like, no and, and to be honest with you it's, that's virgin on assault in a way isn't it well yeah any sort of unwanted physical yeah. contact is assault it is though so that's fucking weird like it is it is weird Definitely in very. I, I don't know. I feel sorry for that that guy, but I also feel sorry for my friend. I actually must must text him and see how he is. I'm just like that. this was years ago now. This is like this was 10, 15 years ago. Or something. Sucking his toes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, like, yeah. think about this, right? The foot. I know there's loads of fetishes in the world. Mm. Some of them are just fucking creepy, and like <laughs> when you think of getting someone's foot and stick it in your face and go. And so, I like, don't get it. What's really the sexual don't. thing of a foot? I don't understand. 
I don't understand. I don't ask me. I don't get it. I do not. Neither do I. That's I, why I'm asking. If you, if, if you have a foot fetish, please, please email us <laughs> at help at believeyapod.com or our Insta tag at believeyapod and please explain to us why. Why? And we're not judging. You're entitled yeah. to do what you want to do with your own two feet. <laughs> educate, educate us on uh, what's nice about feet. the human foot. I just don't get it. I have friends that are repulsed by feet. Cannot even oh, yeah. look at them. Loads by their own feet. Would you stop? Sure. If someone saw my fucking feet, they'd, Lola's think they were, piggies. they'd think they were looking at an episode of Tarzan. <laughs> They're like fucking chimpanzee feet. I can pick up a bottle of wine with me. <laughs> well, that's a fucking skill. It is. At least you didn't do what your woman did in Big Brother years ago. King, did oh, you remember? Stop. We what? talked about her already. She's getting too much on this. Now. Did we? Yeah, we talked about the wine bottle. Sorry, we've been together too long now. It's been three months. <laughs> we're repeating ourselves. Uh, right, we have another uh, listener's problem. And and I am, this is the last one of the week, and I am going to preface this by saying it is not a dirty story. Please do not laugh at the start of it. Okay. Please do not laugh at the start of it. Is it about death? It's a little bit about death, okay? So so get it out now. Do not laugh. He's turned around. He's turned around. He's turned around. Oh, he's gone. Oh, I don't know what it is. You have a kink about death. I don't have a kink about that. I just get so awkward because when I was a child, I was a really anxious, quiet child. So when people say things now, now I have the personality I have these days, if I find something in any way awkward, I just piss myself laughing. Right, I get it. Right. So, well, hopefully this isn't awkward. And it's actually... Yeah, let's have a look. Okay. Uh, Carl and Chris, uh, a word of advice, um, if you wouldn't mind. My son's father passed away uh, a long time ago. I was never married to him, but he owned the house we lived in together. So technically, my son inherited it when his dad died. I got married a few years ago and recently my husband told my son that he wants him to start paying us rent when he turns 18 in a few weeks time. My son informed my husband that he actually owns the house. Boom. Uh, Somehow my husband never knew about this, so had always assumed it belonged to me. My son went on to say that, if anything, my husband is the one who should be paying rent to live with us. Mic drop! Boom. Uh, It's a nightmare situation. They've now stopped speaking to each other entirely, so the atmosphere at home is horrible and I feel stuck in the middle. How can I resolve this so we can all go back to living harmoniously as a family, uh, especially coming up to Christmas time? At the moment, it seems that neither of them is willing to give an inch. Please help. Well... I mean, boom for the son. Your, your son is right. He's one hundred percent right. Your son is right. Yeah, uh, like it's. And, and actually, can I say, uh, if your husband thought it was your house, then it's absolutely no business of his. Yeah. To be asking your son for rent without him even discussing it with you. Had he discussed it with you, yeah. first of all, then you would have been able to tell him the story. And like, there's there's so many angles of that story that you don't know that you would need to know to be able to give proper advice like how old was your son when the father passed away mm. because if your son was at an age when later in life when somebody new came into their life to be honest with you they've no real business in coming in on top of their life and demanding things like that mm. Um yeah, there's so there's not really much advice you can give. Now there is another side of it. Um, if you and your husband are still supporting your son in yeah. terms of buying the food and buying the bits and 
pieces yeah, for the that's... house, then 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 I can see where your husband is coming from, and that would be a fair thing to but bring up if they're living under his roof for free. <laughs> There is that too. Like you, you can yeah, look at it at all angles. Like if 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 you were if you were living in my house rent free, yeah, and you were buying food, toilet paper, all these bits, you've a free roof over your head. So when the son turns eighteen, he essentially can he's is Kick of legal out. age. Yeah, 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 yeah. He could it's, do that. He's a, he's an adult and it's his house. Yeah, and like if if the house is left to him, it's not his problem. It's yeah. not his fault. I mean, they can always contest the will and, and yeah. do absolutely but, that. But I think maybe maybe if it's from that angle that your husband was saying, well, like he he does nothing, he can't, he pays for nothing, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. He still needs to pay for his keep. I mean, if he, yeah. if it's his house, he needs to keep. You know what I mean? Yeah. He needs to pay, like especially if he's eighteen. Now, I I always had to like when I lived in my mum's and stuff like mm. that. I know I didn't own the house, but. When I reach a certain age, I have to give her wages. You, you give up. Do you know what, what I mean? Have to give up, but like you, it's hard when you're not from a family. Like when you different family dynamics, and there your husband or your child father passed away, and you now have he has a stepfather. It's hard when you're not from that background because it's hard to understand. But I personally, looking in from the outside, I think when there's a step parent involved. I don't think boundaries is the right word to use, but definitely there needs to be a dialogue between you and him on how to best deal with the child because the child will all... Some children do come back. You are not my parent. But presumably, I mean... They they said they got married a few years ago. So if they've been together a while... Yeah. Then, then this man has been in this kid's life for, quite, for a quite. while, you know. So he does have. I mean, if if your husband is, has been supporting mm. the family, and and you know he's married to you, so there is a level of respect. But there how as did well. he? How did if if they're together that long? How did he not know that? Maybe it never came up. Yeah, but like if you're moving into a house, like like there's there's questions you would ask. Yeah. Maybe so, she didn't want to get into it with him. Maybe yeah. she just was like, no, it's my, it's my house, sir. Come on, you live with us, sir. Yeah. Like, all that sort of stuff. There's so many avenues we could go down with this, but my advice would literally, if you want to have an adult conversation and... Put them sit, both in a room. Sit both <clears> of them down <throat> yep. and see what the best yep. way out of it because is. Because in all, it, it, it's not fair that you're in the middle. Yeah. Because you, now, you can do no right nor do no wrong here. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You'll either be on one side and, and alienate somebody else or you'll be on the other side and, and vice versa. You're either versa. going to lose your husband or your son to temper if yeah. you don't <clears throat> let them know how you're feeling. Yeah. So my Put them in a room and tell them to fucking well, no, sort it my, themselves. My advice to your situation is put them in a room together and tell them how them they both are making you feel. Mm. You have to sort your shit out and leave me out of it. Like, at the end of the day, he's a step-parent to your son. Living in your son's house. There needs to be a bit of respect both ways. So you need to tell them how you're feeling and at least clear your mind up and let them sort it between them. Yeah, that's nice. And thank you very much for getting in touch. And if you want help answering some of life's burning questions, I just spit at the mic there, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you want and he help, never spits. If you want help answering some of life's burning questions, you can email us at help at believeyapod.com dot com. <laughs> or find us on Instagram with our Insta tag at 
believe it bad. Now, oh, I have to tell you, I went to the Friends Experience last week. Oh, I saw. Great I, crack. I saw your very dramatic pictures. Oh, they were, weren't they? Well, did you see Ugly Naked Guy? No, I tried looking out the window. That was my favourite picture, actually. Yeah. Um, but a very surreal walking around those sets. Yeah. It's very surreal. Still very sore. It was. There was a sadness to it. Yeah. There really was a sadness to it. And then there was there. a horrible uh, reel going around now of an episode of Friends where Chandler turned around and said, To Rachel. Looks like I'm going to be the first to oh, die. Oh, God, yeah, I've seen that. And I literally just went, Ugh. It's horrible, isn't it? It is. It's I feel like I've known the person. Yeah, but that's that's what, like, the nostalgia of them shows do is like, and sometimes you see people put up posts when a celebrity dies and you're like, oh, for fuck's sake. But when one of them dies and there's somebody that you grew up with, there's a different feeling. Yeah. There's a different feeling than growing up with something than idolising somebody. No, I get that, yeah. Yeah, I, I'd believe you. Yeah. Even it was nice. It was a weird uh, experience, and then only when you watch back on the TV, you see the little differences and stuff. Because obviously they're not the real sets, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but I enjoyed it. It was great fun. Yeah, but you got. You should do it. Yeah, I have. January, how long like. is it there? January, January, the end of January. Yeah, I might go up and just get a nice little picture on the yeah. couch. It, it's nice, and it's, I think if you go at an off-peak time as well, you have more time. There was this woman there. And she was doing a. She must be doing a fucking photo shoot, man, because she just didn't move, you know. And you, and you know when you have people behind you, and and they, you know, there's there's a a courtesy yeah. you pay that like everybody's here to do the same thing. Yeah. Don't be hogging an but area. You have, so you have some people that go into the likes of that. Like I remember, going, <laughs> I remember going. Um, I was in the states, as you would say, and I went to a Titanic experience. Oh, I did that, and I swear to. God, there was this one woman that I I just wanted to punch in the neck <laughs> because she recreated every fucking scene from the movie every time we walked into. You should and just skip to the end and recreate we, that. One. We were in a tour group, and there was like twenty people in one group, and yeah. I was just like, "Will you hurry the fuck on and let people just take their snaps or wait till the end and yeah, do yeah, this yeah. scene?" Yeah. But every scene, every scene, and oh, take another one, Jimmy. <laughs> Fuck off! <laughs> like, just get out. I get it. I get it. I I did the one in Vegas, the the Titanic experience, and I did it early in the morning. It was the last day of the Vegas thing, and everyone that I was with was going out shopping again, and I couldn't be arsed. So, it had a lovely self day. What do you call that? Is a self. Uh, you know what I'm getting at. I know what you're getting. You know, at, so I can't think of what. You know, you know, like so. It was a day for me. Yeah. And I got up and I went down. I had breakfast. Uh, in the cafe in the hotel and then I went and I did the Titanic experience on my own there was nobody else around so I had free run of the place and they built like this I was going to say the sets but they built like mm. the corridors of the ship you could walk down they built the balcony mm. they simulated how cold it was all that sort of stuff they had the big big piece and all that did that and then afterwards uh, I was walking back to my room and I had $50 in my pocket and I was passing by the high stakes uh Slot machines. Mm. So I went in. I didn't think I'd win on. Put the fifty dollars in. I won four fifty. You put fifty dollars in the slot. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. See, I had it in my pocket, and it was the last day. I'm too cheap. I was last day. I It paid off, man. I know it did. Four fifty. I'm not that. I lucky. made. It was a lovely day. If I was the only person that did the lotto, I'd never win. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my luck. Like, well, with that attitude, you probably wouldn't. Would you stop? I do the cash machine every <laughs> fucking day, and I never get a phone call. Yeah, but somebody does. Yeah, and not somebody me. Always wins. Not me. Yeah, well, the people who do win are happy. No, you want to see me at half three during the day, having <laughs> a mild stroke waiting for that phone to ring? I'd be the same, but I'm not allowed to enter, unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, well, it's been an absolute joy and a pleasure. 
It's always a pleasure with you, Carol. And I hope you have a lovely week. I will. Uh, and we're barreling towards our last episode of the season. I know. But we're coming into a Christmas do. season. So, you know, we're going, you know. We'll give you a bit of fun la la la. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, good luck. Good luck.